Hockey. Welcome to episode number six. I am Trev, and with me as always is Bush. What's up, Bush? Not much. Just enjoying the heat, kind of. Really, not really, but it's hot. Yeah, that heat is killer, especially for us uh, guys with the dad bods there. It's oh, I know. Oh, man. I know what you mean. Yeah. Because I'm... Well, I'm in the basement right now, so it's not too bad. So, where? In the basement. I thought you were pointing. Yeah, usually <laughs> I'm pointing, but not today. So I'm learning as I'm going. So I'm not pointing yet, but yeah, it's hot. It was, it was 40 with the whatever you call it. What do you call it? Humidex. 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 With the wind chill. <laughs> with the wind. <laughs> yeah, it's it was it was friggin' hot. Like, Fucking hot. You, you, you want to swear how hot it is. Yeah. Yesterday, I didn't do much. I just stayed inside, sat beside the AC and just watched TV because I wasn't doing nothing. No, not me. I feel bad for there's a bass tournament in Shoal Lake. Yeah. I feel bad for those fishermen. Just I don't. There was no clouds in the sky. So feel sorry for tone just sweating balls there oh fishing. actually that's one guy I kind of feel sorry for tone we feel sorry for you <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be red when he comes to work on monday <laughs> yeah this episode is sponsored right. by martin's designs which is owned and operated by natasha martin she's my sister oh sister she does uh, custom-made earrings, necklaces, medallions. She will be working on a uh, res hockey medallion. Knowing her, she probably didn't even uh, start, start it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, she's in Ottawa with her husband. So for sure, I know she's not working on it. So Tosh, <laughs> get on it and start working. I'd like to wear it pretty soon. I'd like to order something pretty soon. Yeah. So if you want something custom made, some nice earrings or a necklace or a medallion, give Tash a shout on Facebook. Her name is Natasha Martin. Tell them Trev sent you. Yeah. Send, tell them that we sent you and you'll get a 20% off res hockey discount. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wrote this down and I'm going to get it right this time. It only took six episodes to get this right. Our guest for today is Colton Yellowhorn. Yeah. Colton uh, played this past season in Europe. Yep. It's going to be a good one. And now for Cuz of the Week. Cuz of the Week is Mika George. He is from Easterville, Manitoba, which is north of Winnipeg but he's going to be playing for Langton Royals. I think it's by Langton is by. Ooh, I have no idea. It's by Brantford going towards Niagara Falls. So that well, region. Well, well, to take your coast, word for it. The coast of Lake Erie. Cool. Yes. Yeah. I, I Googled it. So All right thanks on. for uh, messaging us and asking so if you want to be because of the week, just shoot us a message and say, shoot. I want to be because of the week and text boom. us. Yep. Yeah. Stop me when I'm jogging, you know, <laughs> just the five <laughs> blocks that he runs. 
if you can catch me in my, in my fast white shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any grass stains or barbecue sauce stains yet? No, no, I got the, those are my other uh, dad shoes. <laughs> How many dad shoes should a dad have? At least one per season. One like one season? for one, yeah, I know one for hockey season, one for walking season, one for running season, one for grilling season, and one's for grass cutting season. Do you have no. town shoes? I got town shoes. Are those the town shoes or your? Oh no, I got I got uh, I got last year's Nike's Monarchs for my town shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I have one, two, four pairs of shoes that I I will wear in town. Then I have like three pairs of sandals and i got a bunch of runners that you don't run in yeah i don't run in so <laughs> i got quite the collection see i got i got my indoor uh actually i got a quite variety of shoes i got my indoor volleyball shoes <laughs> which is quite sacred to me speaking of volleyball yeah anyways i got someone about a shout out to that uh anyway i got volleyball shoes i i, I never ever wear my volleyball shoes outside anywhere i had one pair of shoes last me eight years because of that are you a volleyball player? I'm a volleyball player by I heart. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, are you a normal volleyball player or no. are you a whitefish volleyball player? Oh, I don't know about the whitefish. I don't that's know. A if, toughie, eh? That's a, t- like, that's a tough caliber are, to play. Those guys are like high level. All, they're my cousin, so it, it runs in the blood. So you got the tail end of the talent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I played, I played double A. That's all I can say about that. Because like whitefish bay... like the volleyball program they have is always superior and the best like like Ryan like he's he was a good volleyball player now he's a good coach so that's one community that you always hear like Mm -hmm. good volleyball players are from yeah it was was too bad that Beaver Bay couldn't play them unless we played them in tournaments because of our uh league we they were single a and we were double a but don't let that title fool you because we played in Beaver Bay, we we played a bunch of AAA and Quad A uh, teams in Winnipeg and Manitoba, and we 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 beat them. However, we went to tournaments in Thunder Bay, and there was a couple A A or single A teams that they could hold our own against us and even beat us. And with that, it's only determined by the size of the school, right? Yep. Like mm-hmm. the school Whitefish population. A, yes, Whitefish was a small school, so they're they'll be considered single A while Beaver Bray is a bigger school and to be considered double A. So it's yes. only determined on the population. So yeah, oh for sure, for sure. Like uh you know you know you know <laughs> you know you, you know. know okay yeah. uh shout out shout shout do you, do you have shout any this week? Devil. Yes I got a couple shout outs um Play be- baseball. Yeah, I played baseball with and against him for a number of years. I work with him. His name's Al Kachuk. You know, oh, Al. I know Al. Big Al. Yeah, big he's Al. a volleyball ref or volleyball umpire. How, I think he's a umpire. I think that he's the guy that stands on top of the net. Oh, yeah. Directs. So I've been meaning to catch up with him, and I've been out bugging him about uh, coaching or uh, umpire clinics. But with COVID, there hasn't been really any in Northwestern Ontario. Uh, big Al, hey man, hey Al. I've known Al for a number of years. I coached yeah. his daughter Reese in hockey. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, he's yeah. A, he's super solid guy. He can he can hit a monster ball out of the park, probably farther than me, but not not that far. Is that possible? <laughs> well, you know, 
Tonkin hit it farther. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks yeah, for... Uh, yeah, Al, give, give you a shout-out, Al. Yeah. Anyone else? Anyone else? Oh, uh, not offhand, no. No one's messaged me. Just We're just chilling. Probably it's too hot for shout-outs. Okay, I got three. I got Jason Richard from... He's from Sandy Bay, but he's uh, shacking up and even flow. He is known as the Rats. I've known the Rat for like a what, number of years. Even, we... even flow, like the song by Pearl Jam. Eve and flow, ebb and flow. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even read my own writing. <laughs> Sorry for the people. <laughs> You know what? We when 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 tournaments were first started, Kanara Ebenfull Flyers used to come and clean up. Yeah, they were fun to watch. Yeah, Ebenfull. Here I say Ebenfull. Ebenfull. Sorry guys, my bad. I'm so bad at saying uh, community names. I just butcher them. (laughs) So that's another one for the list. So yeah, thanks for thanks to the rat for listening. Another one I got is Ryan Tire. He's a Moose Factory boy, but lives in Sudbury. He's uh, listens to the show. He's one of those mine workers, so he has a lot of time to listen. So thanks, Rye. He's been giving me a lot of uh, tips and pointers and ideas. So, And the last one is Mike Oski. He's from Montreal, but he's from Northwestern Ontario. I played in a couple of tournaments with Mike, and he's a good guy. Good hockey player, too. So he's a really smart guy, and he's been messaging me and helping us with ideas and stuff like that. So thanks, Mike, Ryan, the rat, for uh, helping us on the show. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. Trevor does, too. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Help us help you guys. Yes. Give us a help. Okay. NHL finals are almost done. Game four, Monday. Tampa Bay is up three zip. Three to nothing. This goes, yeah, see, all my predictions were totally wrong. I thought Montreal was going to take it in six, but I don't I, think so. I thought, yeah, I thought Montreal was going to do five or six, but that's not the case. And I don't think Montreal is going to win a game. I think Montreal's yeah. done. I think, uh, I think, I think they're done. It's, it's, it's unfortunate, but yeah, it's, it's hockey. That's teams get swept all along. And why are the reporters questioning the coach for Montreal to whether or not to start Carey Price? It's like, come on, man. Yeah. That's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's Most of those goals aren't his fault. Tampa Bay is just on a hot streak right now. Yeah. Well, they're 18 mil over the salary cap. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not the first time that that's been done, but it's, it's happened. If you watch the goals at, Carry prices that that's been beating him. Like no player in the world could have uh, could have anticipated, or you know, like there was a gaff by the Montreal defenseman. Holy crap! What were you thinking? Oh, he had that. Oh, he tried to cycle it back to his D. Yeah, like you don't do that. I saw and you then, do that a couple times. Yeah, but <laughs> I had I had you as a partner though, so I. I <laughs> <laughs> More than likely, I was, I was tripping and falling down. <laughs> falling down on the ice in line. Yeah. Or that goal that was like 0. 0.2 seconds left. Like, and the way he scored, like, no, I don't know. I'm sorry. When, when the bounces are going your way, the bounces are going your way. And then you're unstoppable. Like, it's just, just, they are. 
Yeah. They're just rolling and rolling and rolling. That's back-to-back champs, though. Like, possibly. Mm-hmm. That's not done too And long. a possible three-peat for... Uh, <clears throat> Patrick Maroon. <laughs> you see of him all, when... Yeah. You see him when he dumps the puck in? Like, he looks like he's barely moving. <laughs> he is barely moving. He's got the dad bod. I'm no sk- kidding. Yeah. And he's going to be... A three-peat champ. Three-peat champ. Like, how many players in the world, in the hockey world, can say, yeah, I got I got one for each ring three years in a row? Like, he signed a He signed a one-year deal with Tampa, but you think there's going to be a lot of teams calling him on no. free agent day wanting to sign him? Or is it just because he's with Tampa? I think he was just, yeah, I think it was just a fluke. Like, there's players been fluked out over the years. Like, that was a he, he he does his job though he does his job for Tampa he's a perfect mold for his third fourth line and he's good he's good, he's good at what he does he but party yeah. hards eh oh yeah oh man <laughs> that'd be cool I think he'd be, I think he'd be able to party us on a Dryden tourney yeah uh, right? he'd be able done. to you'll probably be in <laughs> <laughs> at least <laughs> at least <laughs> Easy there. Come on. <laughs> do you think Montreal will win one game at least? I'm, I'm hoping they do. I really hope they do. I don't, uh, but. No one's scoring, Tampa, though. No, Tampa Bay's just been uh, relentless wave after wave of just brutal onslaughts. Just like the dull storm. Just like they the play so yeah. similar. Yeah, it's it's a totally systematic play. You can see the how they line up and how they. It's it's eerie. Who's going to be MVP if they win tomorrow? Kucherov, without a doubt. You think so? What is he yep. getting? Almost two points a game. Yeah, easily. Yeah, one point, one point, some points. It's ridiculous. Like, there's a reason why he makes he makes that much money, and he he's he's bank. Yeah, like, I think he'll be. He's just good. <laughs> he's good too. What about he, that defenseman, uh, Mikhail Sergachov? He's my him. he's my new favorite defenseman. He's he was traded for Jonathan Drouin. Did you know that? I did not know that. He was Montreal drafted him in the first round, but traded him in a second to Tampa Bay for Drouin. Holy Where is Drouin? Is, he's uh, he's currently taking care of himself. Is he skating with the team? Like he hasn't I played. I don't, I don't think he is. He, he was addressed that there was some mental health status that he was taking care of himself. He was, he was addressing, which wow, is good eh? to hear because because yeah. uh, most players are too proud. The most men, most men, all men, they're too proud to seek help, and yep. and then they you can see the uh, the downfall of it. But Jonathan Duran, good good on you to 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 seek help and to acknowledge what everybody's or not acknowledge, but to come forth and say, you know what, I'm I'm seeking help. I'm, yeah, take care of me. This is just a game, really. Exactly. With that being said. We will now go to our interview with Mr. Colton Yellowhorn. So, yeah, we'll uh, be back in a bit and we'll go to our interview. So stay tuned, people. Hey, Rez Hockey. For episode number six, on very short notice, and we thank him for coming on the show in very short notice i mean short notice like maybe in two hours <laughs> so uh for episode number six we have colton yellowhorn from brocket alberta welcome to the show 
Uh, thanks for having me, guys. I'm glad it, it worked out the way we both needed it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, like to give out another thanks to Mr. Racy Rabbit for setting this up. Um, we had a person who was supposed to be on the show and it didn't work out. So I gave Racy a quick shout out, quick message, and he uh, stepped up. So thanks again, Racy. So, uh, yeah, first off, have you been now uh, watching the Stanley Cup finals? Yeah, you know, I, I, not so much the finals. You know, I've been a little bit busy doing some, some things when they're playing and stuff, you know, but it's it's good to see Carey Price and Montreal make it. But unfortunately, you know, they're not having the the finals that, you know, I'm sure they wanted to have. Do you think Montreal will come back? I honestly, I, I don't I don't believe so. I, they maybe win one game, but I, don't know. I think Tampa Bay is just too good of a team. They're too deep. They have, they're just, yeah, Tampa Bay is just, they're definitely the best team in the NHL as, as of right now in the last couple of years for sure. Okay, uh, so last season, Europe, you played in Romania. What was that like? Because how you gotta you gotta tell us quick, like what's it like playing in Europe like that? Uh, you know, Europe, I really enjoy. You know, I think this will be my tenth season coming up here, there and stuff. I really enjoy. You know, I played in some great countries. Romania is definitely, uh, you know, it was it was Romania. You know, it was a little different, but you know, the thing with going there was the summer, all the COVID and everything happening and. I knew for sure that they were saying for sure they're hundred percent they're released and they go. So I said, why not, you know, I'll take the chance there. And I got to go there, like, you know, my best friend that grew up with Judd Blackwater and stuff. So that made it a lot easier to travel somewhere together, but it was, it was a different experience. You know, it's a different country. You don't think of hockey there, but they're actually uh, pretty supportive of their hockey there in Romania and stuff. So, but the whole COVID thing was different, you know, playing in front of no fans traveling. It was just, it's kind of had to get didn't test it every week to make sure, you know, it didn't have, you know, and, Unfortunately, our whole team ended up getting it at one point. So, you know, it's, but it wasn't too bad. You know, no one was really sick or anything like that. So it was, but, you know, we got it and then we got to continue the league, which was good. With Romania, they have like a totally different, uh, like food wise in their culture. Like, how was the food there? Were you able to enjoy it or did do you just go to like how a lot of guys just go to like the traditional McDonald's? Uh, it, the food wasn't a whole lot different. There were some different things, but you know, for the most part, they had the similar stuff that we have over here, you know, and, and stuff like that. It seems to be a lot of deep fried food there, you know, and it's, you know, it's not that good for an athlete there to eat that every day. So, you know, we, uh, we actually live in a hotel. And so we got three meals a day from the hotel, you know, some days nice. they were good. Some days they weren't good, you know, it's kind of the, which day, you know, so we've got trials, few restaurants and stuff like that too. And it was good. You know, we're in a small town, smaller city, but you know, it was, they're like big, they're big fans. They're big fan support there. And uh, it was a lot of fun. You know, we had really good imports this year. We all got along and, you know, we got to do a lot of things together. We got to travel to like Budapest and stuff like that to play games and, you know, experience them. It's unfortunate, like the, you know, everything was shut down this year because of COVID though. So there wasn't a whole lot to do when you went on the road. Other than the U.S., what was your favorite country to play in? Uh I have to say Czech Republic. I really enjoy playing there. You know how they're a huge hockey, hockey country that people don't really understand, like how big hockey is in that country. And, you know, the fans and everything, it's a lot of fun. And just playing those games, you know, I don't know if you guys ever watch those soccer games where they just stand up, chant and drum mm-hmm. the whole time. That's basically all they do there. And, you know, it gets you excited. You're excited to play and stuff like that. And, you know, I played in Austria a few years too. I really like Austria as well. You know, it's, I really like both those two countries, probably my favorite countries to play in for sure. You know, I'd hope I get the chance to go back and play in either one of those here in the next year or two before I decide to retire. <laughs> right on. Okay. So growing up 
um you do you watch different players you watch different stars like is there a favorite player that you played with like a junior player or a major junior or high school or triple a is there someone that really stands out that just say hey you know what we're, we're we're doing this together yeah uh you know obviously jai blackwater you know we grew up together we played our all our minor hockey together and stuff and you know when i went to Bantam, he went in lethbridge i went to notre dame and stuff so we kind of separated there but to go through the, we still remain close. You know, we live 20 minutes from each other and to go through the junior and then to go to the pro the same year and stuff like that, to experience everything together, you know, may not be on the same team, but to, you know, to train and all that stuff, we did all that stuff together. And that was, you know, to have someone on your side, you know, and working hard, you push each other in this and that way. And it, it was great, you know, and another big supportive guy I have, his name is Christopher Stig. He, I know I, I lived with his family when I played left for Hurricanes the first year. And, you know, he obviously played in, ended up playing in the NHL for 12 seasons with, like he won two cops with Chicago and stuff. And to this day, we're very good friends. And, you know, he's very supportive of me. And, you know, anything he can do to help me continue my career as he does and stuff. And it's great to have guys like that in your corner. You know, obviously, Wacey Rabbit, we're really close. And, you know, we're always there for each other too, you know. And I think he's kind of going towards more coaching side of the hockey now, I think. I'm not 100% sure he's retiring, but I know he's talked about and stuff. So, I, I mean, whichever one he decides, I'll be there to help him and support him either way. With the off season happening right now, and uh, during the off season, a lot of players have time to think of their future plans. Do you have uh, what are your future plans for the upcoming season? Like, are you going to go back to Europe? Are you going to stay in North America? Uh, as of right now, I'm not 100 sure. You know, as I sustained an injury this year and stuff, and you know, it's not fully healed, so I haven't really been able to train properly and stuff like that. So, I'm still kind of weighing my options whether you know, I'm going to continue or not. And, you know, I'm, I'm also thinking about maybe just retiring and stuff and staying, staying home for a year and helping my dad on the ranch for a year or something like that. But we'll, we'll see, you know, I'm talking to my agent a little bit and, you know, we got some interest and stuff. So I'm just not hundred percent sure right now, but I think if I do play, I think it will be back in Europe for sure. I, I'm pretty positive with that, you know, just whether, which country and stuff to go to It's I don't know, the agent's kind of taking care of that situation. I'm just trying my best to you know, get healthy and hopefully, you know, be ready to go if, if, or when I get the call. That's, that's okay. So like growing up, um, my age, I didn't really have many uh, resources to like a hockey. I'm sure Trevor didn't like, we were on the cusp of internet and uh, everything else. Now, is there any advice that you want to give to young players as far as training, as far as conditioning, as far as seeking mentors or, you know, you know, writing some other coach, is there some way to get up on my speed of a game? Like, is there anything you want to say to all these young players that are trying to make that next step, trying to make that carry forward everything? You, you know, there's everyone relies on the gyms and stuff like this, but as, as a young kid, you don't really need to hit the gym. You know, you can do body workouts and stuff at home. If, if you really want it, you could find a way to, to get to the next level. You know, it's not, it's not, impossible but you know you, you got to set goals and each you got to set goals you know don't start with small goals then you reach those you set new goals you know you got to set goals you got to give yourself something to look forward to something to work for it i think the biggest thing is some people just go in and they just okay i'm gonna do this and there's no you got to have a plan to your to your madness i guess if you want to call it, you know how you want to get there like when i was a kid i used to shoot 500 to 1000 bucks every day but that's what i wanted to do i wanted to be i want my goal was to make an nhl that was it and you know you sacrifice some i sacrifice things at a young age to to be where I am today, you know, and it's, you know, I didn't go, I didn't go hang out with my friends all the time. You know, I stay home and work on my shot and passes and stuff like that. And at the same time, you know, like where I would live, there wasn't, you couldn't play the highest level of hockey. So 
I moved away at home. I moved away from home at 12 years old to go play at a higher level and stuff like that. You know, I'm, my parents are grateful. You know, they had to give up custody of me to another family for me to play in that league and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, there's a way. If you, you just got to be willing to make the sacrifices and, and you know, I mean, a parents is a huge thing. Your parents have to be supportive. Like, I mean, yeah. when you're a young kid, it all goes from your parents, you know, and that's, I think that's the biggest thing. Kids, parents need to realize that they're the ones that, can help to help the young guys because they are in control basically of your, of the, your life, you know, with the financial, with hockey being expense, so expensive nowadays and stuff yeah. like that, you know, they have to be where they have the ones that drive to practice, you know, they have to be able to give up their time and stuff like that. Like my dad gave up a lot for me to be able to play where I wanted to play. You know, he's a rodeo a lot. And you know, when I got older to play hockey, he, he put that on the back burner so I could, I could chase my dreams and stuff, you know, and I give him great thanks for doing that. But yeah, I think the biggest thing is just, you got to set goals and you got to have that drive. You have to have that drive. And you'll get to a point where you know if you want it bad enough or not. And that's when you make those decisions, whether do I go have fun or do I stay home and work on this and that, you know? And with the internet, reach out to people. That's the biggest thing. Like it's in your back yeah. door now. You, got, you can't be afraid to reach out and ask people, like ask, ask other professionals, you know, like message Wacy, message Judd, message me, you know, we're here to help kids go to the next mm -hmm. level, you know, that's what we want to do. And so, yeah, don't be afraid. Don't be shy to ask and parents as well. Reach out to you know certain people like certain pros there's a lot of native aboriginals that play professional hockey now don't be afraid to reach out to them because i'm sure they're thinking the same thing they want to help the next generation succeed you know that's you want to see the kids get better and better and help succeed so yeah take advantage of the internet you know and there's also like you could see you know skill development coaches online and stuff take advantage of that like for my, my buddy started this we're starting this new app it's called clever and it's for people that can't get to like the big cities and stuff you know so you can you can record your sessions at home and then you can hire, you can send it to the coach, like send it to me and I can look at your class and be like, okay, I'm seeing this, this, and this, you know? And, and that was the biggest thing. We want to reach the rural communities where, like you said, you guys, mm -hmm. you guys didn't have the biggest access to that stuff, you know? And, and so, yeah, just take advantage of the internet. I mean, that's, it's the greatest tool now to help you succeed for sure. 100%, I believe. Wow. Yeah, that's so true. Especially in our area, like Northern Ontario, they're all flying reserves or, yeah. winter road so your app would totally work Absolutely. for those kids yeah and that's and, and that's the biggest thing when we discuss trying to start this thing is i was like we got to be able to reach the people who cannot get to the big cities who cannot hire a coach personally mm -hmm. you know and so that's our goal is to, to help we want to see everyone succeed everyone get the fair chance everyone have a possibility you know get into the next level whether it's you know some kids let's be honest not everyone's gonna make the NHL. you know it's it is what it is but every kid wants to improve each year to be a better player, to be the best player they can. And we want to help them become that in the best and easiest way we can. So yes, we're, we want to reach, like I said, people like us that are like you guys are Northern fly in and stuff, but, but that's what the internet's for now. Right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you can use that. And I say, take advantage of it now. Mm -hmm. like you have to take advantage of this internet. Like that's, it's probably the best thing that happened to sports. I, I believe for people that, you know, like, like, look at Jordan Tutti when he came up. Look at where he lived. You know, the things he probably had to do to become a player, you know. He didn't have access to the internet back then. Now, like, I'm sure it's a little easier to see kids out there. And and coaches and GMs, scouts, they're always looking on the internet at things, you know. Don't be afraid to post some of your stuff, like some of your, your training stuff or, you know, a couple of clips of you, you know, your games and stuff. Don't be afraid to post it because it might catch one person's eye. And, you know, he may message you like, hey, like, you know, and talk to you, get to know you. And, you know, maybe you'll get a tryout or something like that from it. Yeah, that's great advice, and that's totally right. Like, the internet's our everyday thing. Everyone's on the internet every day, and mm -hmm. I think 
don't be shy. Just uh, the worst thing they can say is no, right? So kids out there, remember, just go with your heart. Go with your gut feeling. Don't be shy. We got a lot of good pros that are still playing. And ask away. There's never a dumb question or a right or wrong question. So great advice there. I wanted to ask you, you were, you text when we were texting, you said you were ranching. It's a weird question. You ever watch that show Yellowstone? <laughs> oh yeah. It's one of my favorite shows. You know, I think I've probably seen it five or six times now. So, you know, I, I think everyone that's every country boy has watched that show, you know, yeah. it's, you know, it, it, it's one of the more realistic shows, I guess, you know, minus like some of the stuff, but when they do what they do on the ranch, you know, moving the cattle, and all of the fencing and all that stuff, it's, you know, it's, you see it every day on the ranch, but you know, there's obviously some things where you're like, okay, like that's never gonna <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were gonna ask that because Bush is a huge fan. Yeah. We love and it. we were just oh, gonna ask, show. is that realistic of what like you and your family do day in and day out on like during the season? Is like what uh Rip does and his <laughs> always always busy. Uh, like my dad always says, you know, there's always something that needs to be done on the ranch, you know, so you never, you never tell him that you're bored or you, you know, you got nothing <laughs> to do. He'll find something for you to do. And it's usually one of those jobs that you don't really want to do. You know, I'm not a big fan of fencing, but you know, it has to be done. And it seems like, it seems at some point you're always fed doing some kind of fencing somewhere. Something's down, something, you know what I mean? It's just, that's the thing of having cattle, horses and all that stuff. So. How many cattle does your family have? Uh, we run about a hundred head ourselves, but my dad is the manager of the band ranch and they run 700 cows and 60 Buffalo they have. So it's, it's kind of every day, a big process. And, you know, it's the one thing you come home, you work, you know, some days you work 12, 16 hours and you're like, okay, well, I'm ready for the holidays. It's season to start back up. <laughs> <laughs> season four, I Googled it today and they still not, they, they don't have a start update for the new season yet. So that's something yeah. for Bush. Yeah. Because I'm in the fall. <laughs> Yeah, something fall. It's supposed to start June twentieth, but no, it was a little devastating when it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's a really popular show, and it's I've I've like I like it. I enjoyed watching it. The, I think I binge watched all three seasons, and <laughs> it's really cool just to, just to see. Yeah, I know it's nice. That's usually my Sunday evenings was planned around that show. So, <laughs> with uh, another hockey question, with the Fritz the Saskamoos coming around, are you going to be playing in that? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've talked to Wacy about it and stuff, but yeah, I'm planning on playing it, you know, hopefully, like I said, with the injury I have and stuff, hopefully I'm ready to go by then, you know, it's getting better each day. So, um, I'm hoping to be able to play in it, you know, obviously that's a, that's a great term to play in just for the late Fred, you know, just, uh, the way, what he has started for like, you know, us native kids and stuff and what he's done for the game for us and stuff. It's, it's an honor to play in that tournament and, you know, any year I can get a chance to play in it, I'm definitely going to try playing it for sure. I got, I got a quick question about that. Um, with your professional league uh, contract in, in your roommate, do they allow you to play like pick up hockey or do they like, cause they're investing so much in, in yeah. you as a player, like in the product, well, you, are you allowed to do stuff like that or? Uh, yeah. You, you know, most of the time you just got to ask them they seem to be okay with you explain the situation and you know, all like, okay. you know, it's, it's a thing for Fred and you, you explain that, but for the mo- most part though, it's usually after the season. So it's not that big of a deal, you know, but this oh. year it's, even be before the season so it's so yeah i don't know it's i think you're gonna have to maybe uh sweet talk them a little bit to let you play in that you know so yeah i'm not sure so hopefully i mean hopefully we can all agree and uh you know the guys that do play professional hopefully they get a chance to play in it who did you play for two seasons ago in that tourney uh norway house bruins 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, me and Judd played with them. We ended up winning the tournament that year. Norway and House. Norway House. Yeah. Huh. That's yeah, Stevens. Yeah, yeah, they always come over here to the big tournament they have in Kenora. Yeah, I've heard about that one. You know, we, yeah. We've tried to come to that one a couple of times, but it just obviously it, it just didn't work out for us. So They always have it Easter weekend, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, sometimes we're done sometimes we're not yeah. right? and that's the biggest thing so you know it's usually we're usually home third weekend or last week in april when we usually get home from hockey during your season do you get a lot of messages and calls to, to play in these res tourneys yeah you know you get i mean most people go through wacy you know he's kind of yeah. call, i call my my native <laughs> my native agent you know so <laughs> People usually call. They talk. He they talk to him more about it and stuff, and he just said he relays a message and stuff to us. But yeah, sometimes you get a lot of calls. But at the same time, you know, it's everyone's looking for imports, and it's hard to you, you got to be honest and say, look, like I don't know if I'll be home. If I'm home, yeah. then yes, I'm interested. But at the same time, you know, like I don't want you guys to miss out, lose out on, you know, another good import because you're waiting for me. And what if yeah. like our team makes a fast we can't come home? So it's just kind of yeah, it, it's for teams to try pick us up. It's kind of you know, it's. It's a, it's a risk some days, but sometimes, you know, how you're doing the season, you're like, okay, well, we're definitely not going to make it, you know, we're not going with that deep of playoffs or so we'll be home and it's easier to say, yeah, you know, I will come play for sure. Okay. Before we go um, with our guests, we asked them five rapid niche questions and they're totally, just <laughs> totally niche. So question number one, baked or fried bannock? Fried. Okay, number two, ever use a bed sheet for a curtain or a door? Never. <laughs> Never? Yeah, okay, no, door. Might... no door. <laughs> no door. <laughs> uh, I asked Racy this, and he didn't know who this guy was. So, ever see Ernest Munias live in concert? No, I haven't. He's, uh, they call him King of the North, and he's really well-known, like, Manitoba yeah. area. I, so, I don't I, know, I know who he is. I've seen, yeah. I've seen clips of him online and stuff, but no, I've never seen him. Never seen him live. Number four, Bannock Burger or Indian Taco? Bannock Burger. Oh, yeah. And the fifth and last question, can you jig? <laughs> no, I cannot jig. Never tried, but I know I don't, I don't have the rhythm that, you know, you need to be able to do that. So <laughs> You should ask Racy because he had a good jigging story and he said he tried it. <laughs> and I, I, watched, I watched a video of him trying to jig. Yeah. <laughs> I got to look for that video. I is it like on YouTube or just- it was on it was on Facebook when he was on Facebook and stuff, but I'm not sure if it's on there anymore. I'm sure if you ask, I'm sure he has it somewhere in his phone if you ask him for it. I think I'm gonna text him and say, Can you send me the video? <laughs> yeah, I'm, sure he, I'm pretty sure he has it. <laughs> All right, Cole. Yeah. All right, Colden. Thank you for coming on the show. Very thank short you. notice. And we appreciate yep. you stepping up. And we would love to have you back on. Uh, during your season like if you go back to europe we would love to have you back on and let yeah. us know how you're doing and where you where you're playing and whatnot yeah no for sure anytime you guys want to chat you know i'm here i'll win my chatting more and more so but yeah thanks for having me you know like i said i'm glad it, glad it worked out for you guys and you know it was a good time for me to be as home not doing a whole lot so it worked <laughs> out well <laughs> sounds good thank you colton yellow thank Horn, you so much and uh we'll talk to you again all, all the right best. thank you guys yep take care thank you yeah, you guys too. Hey guys, welcome right. back. That was a good interview with Colton. Yes, that was, it was. Uh, he's had a, a very awesome career. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you rather have? Go play Europe, go see the world, go travel around Europe, or stay in 
America in the States and just catch the bus and ride the bus your whole career, like see Texas and the normal States. Like, what would you do? Would you go travel all th- throughout Europe or stay in the States if with your hockey well, career? The old, uh, well, you know, coming from a Casey's uh, hockey point of view, I probably, <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's hard. It's really, really hard to say, but, you know, the old uh, knowing now what you, you wouldn't know then or however yeah. it was. Definitely, definitely go to Europe. Like, yeah, no kidding. All that history, all all the different cultures. Like, you drive uh, you drive like 10 hours and you go through three different countries, right? You, you drive <laughs> 10 hours in Ontario and you're still in Ontario, right? Like, it shows you're you how... Same, you're still in... You used to go to Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah. <laughs> like, he played in Romania, Czech Republic... He played in a lot of nice countries and yeah, mm-hmm. I would definitely go to Europe and see the, see that side of the world because yeah, you don't get that offered too often. No, definitely not too often. Well, <laughs> just before we started recording, Bush was eating chips. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no, wasn't. Just I eating. no there weren't nothing that we're going to censor that. <laughs> nope. No. Chips are yeah. I'm not eating nothing chips. He's full of crap. <laughs> no. Are you a chip and dip guy or just plain chips? Depends. Depends. Like, I like my salt and vinegar chips. Do you remember uh, way back when, when Old Dutch had the rave flavor? Like, the, it's so super concentrated? No. No. I don't remember that. All right. It was only about 12 years ago. But anyways. Oh. <laughs> well, you go way <laughs> back then. I thought you were talking about, like, the 80s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, I like my salt and vinegar. I'm, I, uh, that's my go-to flavor. Old Dutch? Sometimes I'll, um, or Lay's. I like the Lay's. The, the flavor is more concentrated with the Lay's. Or Humpty Dumpty. No. Remember Humpty Dumpty? Barely. No? No, actually, no, I don't. I've never knew no. there was a brand. You never knew there was a brand Humpty Dumpty? No. What? I knew, I knew Miss Vicky's. Google Humpty Dumpty, man. Growing right up in Moose Factory as a kid, that's like we had Humpty Dumpty. I'm <laughs> <laughs> surprised you never heard of Humpty Dumpty. No, we, no it, it was Old Dutch, Lay's, and uh, what's the other brand? Like Doritos? Doritos, yeah. Those are the main, like, one, two, three here in Kenora. We, we never had Lay's. Mm. But yeah, Humpty Dumpty was the go to back home. Hmm. Right on. That's weird. No Humpty Dumpty's in Kenora. No. Well, I mean, maybe there was. It's just I didn't see any. <laughs> well, because my brother Anthony Gabriel, little little mini shout out. He always he old, always brought home Dutch. Old Dutch. Yeah. So this is. Remember when Patrick Wall was playing in Colorado? He would get Old Dutch deliver mm. send him chips. I believe like, it. Ketchup chips. Ketchup. 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 When I went to school in Bemidji, all the all the Canadian players would ask me to when I whenever go back home, they would give me a shopping list of of ketchup, of um, coffee crisp, and uh, salt and vinegar potato chips. Can get those? In the- you can't get Smarties in the states. Or that? Uh, do you remember that uh, red box toffee? Toffee? Yeah, whatever? yeah. You, they they couldn't get that in the states, so I was like, satellite. That to bring back like hundred bucks worth of groceries. <laughs> Just all junk food. <laughs> all junk food. <laughs> It's like that still to the, like, uh, when Ryan goes to the States, Ryan White, I'll ask him, can you grab me some Sierra Mist, some yeah. 
jalapeno ranch. Yeah, subtle differences. It's it's what pretty it's pretty funny. Um, ruffles. Ruffles. Yeah, they make a yeah. wicked uh, jalapeno ranch chip. Oh, cool. And some almond joy. Almond joy, yeah. That's a that's a killer. That's awesome. <laughs> like uh, when we were driving to Little Nightshell a couple of years ago, we drove through the states because it's faster and gas is cheaper. Yeah. My mom messaged me and she's like, "Can you get me some bags of jalapeno ranch chips?" I had to get her like five bags of since <laughs> because they don't sell it in Canada. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what's really cool is uh, I'm not a pop drinker, but they got different flavors of uh, root beer. Yeah, it's the cream really, soda is really good. Yeah, it's it's a really different taste, but it t- tastes good. Like my son used to bug me all the time to grab him some di- different kinds of root beer at any type of like gas station or uh, supermarket foods it's pretty cool that's what i did a couple summers ago we went to minneapolis st paul for a little trip and we there's a store maybe 15 20 minutes southwest of minneapolis it's called the minnesota's largest candy store and it's huge (laughs) and they had so many different um options of root beer and yeah (laughs) if you love pop and different candy that's the place to go yeah. to. If, we were in there for like over an hour just looking at different yeah. candies and pop if you don't like your pancreas definitely you, you should live in the yeah States. if you uh <laughs> don't want your sugars to go through the roof don't go there but uh we're going to talk about something that's pretty uh close to the heart we are going to be talking top five hockey movies of oh, all time get the tissues out i know because hockey movies are pretty good yeah, uh, but they can also be really freaking cheesy. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, like the new Mighty Ducks show. Like, you ever watch that? It's I know no. it's a kids movie, but at least get kids that can stupid like that can skate. Yeah, see. oh my god, it's just <laughs> brutal. And then Emilio Estevez, the Mighty Duck Man, was on yeah. that, and he couldn't even skate. You could just tell. Did you watch the the, the first Mighty Duck movie? Like yeah. in the early nineties, yeah. did you did you see the cameo with uh, Mike Madano and uh, Basil McCray? Basil McCray, yeah, that was kind of <laughs> neat. <laughs> what kind of guy would quit at Pee Wee, then get to try out at Minor Minor Pro and yeah. almost makes the show? Only only Disney would do that. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that in part two of that Mighty Ducks, he's like, "Oh, was this close to making the NHL?" I was like, "Whatever." Yeah. <laughs> Ball plays Pee Wee makes pro. Come on, come on, Disney, make it more yeah. realistic. Mm-hmm. Okay, number five for our top five movie movies is Miracle. I think you this one. You, you realize you, you said top five movie movies, right? Okay, shit, top five <laughs> hockey movies. I'm glad you're listening. At least one of us is listening. So, top five. Hockey movies and number five is Miracle. This one is uh, mm-hmm. well hit close to home to you since you're oh. somewhat of a Yankee. Hey, happy Fourth of July, there, Bush. Shit. Oh my god. So, what do you think about that movie, Miracle? Um, if uh, they actually did use okay. hockey players, though. Yeah, that's that's what I liked about it. They 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 wanted the, the hockey players first and then actors because they wanted to they wanted to have the skating and the puck handling believable. But could you imagine trying out or auditioning for that movie, being in your prime, and then only only have to find out that that you have to use those old fucking eighty skates or those old uh, wooden wooden sticks? 
Yeah, like the skates from the 70s. I only yeah. wore them once and they were hard to skate with. Oh, my ankles would fold over. They would that would fold over too bad. Horrible. Still? That's why I didn't try it for the movie. Yeah, still. <laughs> <laughs> you you look like a Russian. You look like a Siberian guy. Just bushy beard, bushy why, thank, hair. Why, thank you. That's a compliment. I know. You can play a second line Soviet Union. Belarusnikov. Major Bushikov. Bushikov. <laughs> Actually, one of my favorite defensemen was uh, early in the mid 90s was Boris Mironov. He played for the Oilers. Oh, he played for the Leafs too. He played for the Leafs first, then he was crappy, then you traded him to your crappy Oilers. And, and then he fucking lit it up against. Uh, yeah, he didn't light it up. He, he stopped Colorado and he stopped Minnesota or Dallas every time. Yeah, that one game seven yep. series in, uh, against Dallas, he played good. But yeah, no, number yeah. five is uh miracle. Eh, it's all yeah. right. It's a patriotic movie and oh, it was not, what you, it's what that's what I call a definite flag waiver. Like yeah, it's just, it is. Like yeah, I would when, love I would love for someone to make uh to remake the the golden goal or the one where Joe Sackick dominates the two thousand two. Yes. It was it was pretty much all Joe Sackick. You could probably play Mario. No, well while we're both right handers. And yeah. tall. Same talent anyway. Tall, good looking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I'm surprised this I made this number four, but number four is Goon. Goon. I, 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 sk- I skated I skated with uh two of the stunt doubles. Um, stunt that were doubles? Yeah. The stunt that, devils. What whoever. He, he said stunt devils. Does he stunt doubles? Yeah. <laughs> Settle okay. down there, evil Knievel. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I played hockey uh, in one tournament with uh, one of the guys, or two of the guys that were um, featured on uh, the guy's team. It's pretty that, cool. They had that lots of stories with, uh, with Stifler. Yeah. They had, lots of, they had lots of good stories about Stifler, whatever his name is. <laughs> John William Scott, I think his yeah. name is. Yeah, but how embarrassing, no one knows him as that. How embarrassing would it go to a tryout wearing your brother's figure skates oh i would do it on a dare okay dare you okay a jacks tournament where figure skates when you play against us well well, someone that's okay because i'll be skating circles around you (laughs) boom (laughs) just figure eights and start doing a twirl yeah what size skates do you wear i wear size 11 and a half okay if anyone has any size 11 and a half or 12 skates let us know I'm going to look for size 11 and a half figure skates. Okay. But yeah, goon, I like it. It's, it was part of my game. It's kind of, uh, <laughs> it was some, funny. It was, it was, it was funny, good to yeah. watch. I felt bad because some of the lines felt bad for him because he was just trying really hard to pick up that one girl. <laughs> it was, like, it was uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. It was weird. Yeah. Kind of side story. Yeah. But overall, I like goon. Mm-hmm. Okay, number, number three. There's a good movie, and it talks about our past with residential schools. Indian oh, Horse. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good movie. Yeah. Well, you know, it's going to be good and touching the hearts and, you know, controversial. And when Clint Eastwood says to the guy himself that this movie absolutely has to be made. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Residential school, like hockey did play a big part of residential school. Like my grandfather, when he went to school. He played hockey for their their school. Mm-hmm. 
And he said that was the reason why he liked the Chicago Blackhawks because his school name was the Blackhawks. So, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of overall, I did enjoy that movie. It's, it was hard Mm -hmm. to watch it, but yeah, that's number three. Mm -hmm. It it hit home of all the movies that we rate that one hit home the most because we know people that, Went to residential school and people that didn't play the game while at the school. I'm a I'm a direct descendant of a residential school. <laughs> but yeah, it's we'll talk about that on a different uh, yeah. episode. We'll talk about mm-hmm. hockey and residential school together because there's a lot of people in our area that played played hockey yep. while at the school. So that's something that we'll t- totally discuss. Okay, number two is. Uh, for top five hockey movies, number two is Youngblood. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. <laughs> oh my god! I have never in my life watched a junior game where the fight starts with a fucking jousting match. <laughs> I got in a jousting match oh one god. time, and I slashed him right on the collarbone. I kind of did a tomahawk. And I missed yeah. his head, and I got him right in the shoulder. And I, <laughs> I only got. Uh, misconduct for that. Okay, good. It was back when you could do whatever with your stick. Yeah, but, but yeah, uh, uh, blood. Yeah, nothing's better than having tea with Miss McGill. <laughs> That's a truly iconic <laughs> quote. That is. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's one of those movies that it's kind of fake, but you can't help but watch it. Ah, uh, it's like I, you know. Yeah, when you open it up, like, or watch it, it's like you want to hope that it's getting that it's gonna get believable, but you don't. It doesn't, so you just keep watching. It's like, is this really this bad? Is this really an American view of Canadian major junior hockey life? Like, is like the is this it? <laughs> yeah, like let's get real. Like, there's no way a kid's gonna join a, a new team right before the playoff starts. Yeah, you got a deadline. Mm-hmm. Then the kid quits and goes home, Leaves. works on the farm. Then he comes back and joins the teams. Like, there's no learns way how to. He learns how to fight overnight. There's like, no way the coach is going to allow him to come back to the team after leaving the team. The coach or the league. Yeah. Right. Like, let's <laughs> do the coaches. Like, once you leave that dressing room, you turned your back on a team and you're not coming back. Come yeah. on. <laughs> No matter how, no matter how, no, no matter how many teacups you have, he was rocking the CCM tax skates. Oh yes, they were classic. With the Jofa, mm-hmm. the white Titan stick, and I remember Dean's dad when he was skating. When that uh, scene where Dean was, he helped Dean to fight. He had yeah. like clear blades. Remember that oh, the clear tox? Yes, my dad had the clear tox back in the day. Can't go wrong with tox though. Yeah, CCM tax. Mm-hmm. That movie's, I don't know. It's it's stupid, but you still watch it over and over and you know, know all the lines. Okay, our number one movie for the top five hockey movies. Drum roll. Was there any doubt? Any doubt? Reg Dunlop and the Charlestown Chiefs slap shots. <laughs> My best. Listen to the fucking anthem. <laughs> we watched that movie every time we were on the bus going. Um, while traveling to go play hockey. And that's a movie I still watch today and I'll, I'll mm-hmm. watch it over and over because if it's on TV, boom, that's me. That's what I'm doing for the next two hours is watching Slap Shots. 
it's not crazy that movie it's a it's great a, great it's movie. A, it's a culture what do you call it uh cult, it's a cult like uh cult status cult movie whatever you want yeah. to call it. did you know that ogie oglethorpe was actually a guy bill goldworthy he was uh played junior hockey in thunder bay so they made that character out of uh out of him ogie i did not know that and i played junior hockey with uh you know that guy when he sticks his finger mad dog madigan he's he'll be sticking up his finger in the finals when they were doing the mm. i played junior with with his uh his nephew and his name was corny Manigan. and i guess corny. he yeah he was the oldest rookie in nhl history he was like 38 years old when he uh, made it with st louis <laughs> is that crazy that so, is great 38 yeah he was so the the oldest rookie in nhl history really i thought yeah. Sergey makarov was the oldest rookie at 35 no that, yeah wow so yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. And I know the actor that played that native guy on on the team. He was from uh, Garden River. Oh, was he from Garden? Yeah, I think he was from Garden River. Hmm. Yeah, that's a classic movie still. Yep. Long lives the Chiefs. <laughs> you you want to know another weird fact? You know, remember Please the movie The Christmas me. Story? You know, Ralphie, you'll shoot your eye out. It was in the eighties. Oh. Um. About the BB gun. Keep going. Oh, okay. I think I remember. Yeah. Uh, Ralph's mom was uh, was the woman that slept with Reg Dunlop. Remember? <laughs> She's a lesbian. She's a lesbian. <laughs> that, that goalie. What? Really? Yeah, that's the mom from that movie. Oh, my God. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, that, that you know. City, no, I know. It's, it's it some, some facts just, just stick with you. It kind of ruined... The Christmas story now because in that movie in Snapshot <laughs> she's sitting on the bed naked. So now when you watch the Christmas story, it's like ew, that's Ralphie's mom's. <laughs> oh, yeah, it kind of ruins the movie for you. But we'll go through our top five again: five Miracle, four Goon, three Indian Horse, two Young Blood, and one Slapshot. I know there's other hockey movies, but yeah, Mighty Ducks one, two, and three. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe nah, they'll make top 10 if we were doing a top 10, but yep. Maybe. That's like a I pretty... said, yeah, I wanna I wanna see if someone's gonna make a movie about Team Canada's medals. Ah, oh, they won't. I know. Like the drive for five or you know, two thousand two. That'd be nice. Cause I could I could probably play a good Mario Lemieux. I, I'd be convincing. Or Rob Blake. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm a I'm more defenseman. <laughs> That's what you call yourself. <laughs> That's where I line up. <laughs> <laughs> Most times, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were playing in a tournament in Toronto, and I was kind of, I was hungover, and it was an afternoon game, so I had a couple of drinks uh, during the break, and we were kind of still feeling a kind of a buzz, and I was trying to uh, line change in the wrong, <laughs> the wrong. Uh, <laughs> bench i was trying to change in the other team's bench yeah a boy proud of you yes that's pretty funny <laughs> that's we end up winning that tournament anyways mm-hmm. so the shit you do eh? yeah and the shit that you can do when you're drunk exactly playing hockey, playing hockey. yep so yeah um we have a question the stanley cup coming to an end tomorrow most likely it'll be done 
we'll do one more podcast then should we do it every two weeks or every week like not much is going to be happening for the rest of july and august and so you got those one and a half months of mm-hmm. hockey. well you got the nhl draft the expansion draft for seattle and the free agency so that's happening in july so what should we do should we just go every two weeks instead of once a week i'm thinking every two weeks to be okay will our fans miss us i think they'll miss us and well but yeah they, we should but they won't forget us though yeah we'll do every two weeks and during the summer, I'll try to figure out how to put our videos together for our hey. episodes so they can see us. They yeah. can see us pointing and pointing with our lips and you Scratching. eating chips. Yes. <laughs> you weren't recording that part, though. I was. No, you weren't. <laughs> but yeah, well, we'll try every two weeks. But we'll have yeah. one episode next week, then we'll go to every two. Mm-hmm. So, because there's not much happening, right? So, no. but in, when it comes to September, when the junior camps and rookie camps are happening, we'll go once a week again. Mm, yep. So, so for the month of August, we'll be slow. Sounds good to us. That sounds and another thing that we need a sponsor. Yeah. I want to jump on board and. Give us some free clothing to, to promote your business or company. Who would be a good sponsor, do you think? Um, hmm. Yeah, good question. What about Under Armour? I don't like Under Armour no more. No? For a couple of years ago, I was like Under Armour everything. But yeah, yeah I'm past that phase. It'd be, you know that there's a new res company in uh, Polo Park. You said that. That'd be um, cool. Indian apparel. No, what's it's it called? called? INAC Indian INAC. I don't know what INAC. <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of it on top of my head. Is it apparel? Something, something apparel company? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's a, I don't know in Cree. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. We should, uh, if anyone has any ideas who can hit up to give us some money to promote their company let us know so something to look indigenous, to look indigenous nations clothing apparel i just googled oh, it yeah i knack i saw pictures on facebook that they posted and the lineup was long for that that's, uh that's cool yeah that's good support your first nation business because they help sponsor a lot of like hockey teams and organizations. So go out there and promote and help our First Nation companies. So, yeah. With that being said, yep. this was episode number six. Thanks for joining us. And hopefully you'll join us again next week for episode seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks. I'm Trav and with, with me as always is Mr. Bush. Down the hill, Bush. Yep. Bushkov. Bushkov. Busherov. 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 I like that one. Busherov? Yeah. What do you what, what do you guys think? Busherov or Bushnikov? Bushkov. Let us, let, let us know. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, thanks again. And we'll see you next week. So have a good week and peace. Peace.